I want to speak with you today briefly about the gospel in light of the upcoming feast tomorrow. So tomorrow is the feast of the conception of the Theotokos by the most righteous Anna. Um, the, uh, the theme, obviously, of Joachim and Anna's lives, as we now know them, is that they were characterized by, well, perseverance, but by what I want to focus on a little more, the, the precursors to perseverance, patience and trust. They were, child, they, they were a married couple, they were childless, they, uh, childlessness was a shame in that society, uh, but even into old age, they kept praying. They kept praying and God heard their prayers. And eventually, as they uh, acted on what uh, they were patiently asking of God and trusting that God would pro eventually provide, he provided. And the most holy mother of, of our Lord was conceived in the aged womb of Anna. The gospel reading that we have today also contains some of this. You don't necessarily see it because there's not a lot of waiting around in this particular gospel. Uh, you have 10 lepers who, uh, when they, they see Jesus afar off, of course, uh, of course, he has to be afar off because they're lepers. They have this horrible skin disease that's very contagious. Uh, lots of sort of rules around it in the ancient world. They were cut off from everybody. Uh, and so they, they yell out, Lord, have mercy on us. Please heal us. And Jesus says to them, interestingly, he doesn't actually say to them, you're healed. He says, go show yourselves to the priest. So right away, they have to do two things. They have to have two things, two attributes. They have to have patience because it's not immediate. And they have to trust. They have to trust our Lord when he says, go, show, that, 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 that when he tells them, go show them, go show yourselves to the priest, that there's going to be something to show other than like the leprosy that they already have. Uh, this is, of course, also uh, in the law that the, if, you, if you did uh, have um, your leprosy, your skin disease go away, then you were to go and show yourself to the priest to, uh, to make sure that, uh, that the, the priest could verify that, yep, yep, there's the, the, the skin disease is gone, this person's clear, can be uh, readmitted into society. <clears throat> and so they went. And of course, we know the story. On the way, they, uh, they must have realized at some point on the way that, hey, wait a second, the leprosy's gone. Wow, this is amazing. And Nine of them just continued on their way to go to show themselves to the priest, which is exactly what uh, what uh, Jesus told them to do. Uh, and, but the other one actually comes back and falls down on, at, at Jesus' feet and and giving him thanks, expressing adoration and worship. Uh, and and uh, and Jesus looks around and says, "Hmm, weren't there ten of you? Where are the other nine? 
None of the, no one should come, come back to glorify God except the Samaritan, for the one who had come back and was giving thanks and uh, uh, worshiping at Jesus' feet was a Samaritan. It's interesting to me that uh, uh, to, to kind of follow uh, psychology, it's, it's, I, I consider it one of the softer sciences because uh, the, the harder sciences we, we are, are nice and easy to, they study things that are nice and easy to pin down, like uh, you know molecules and atoms and chemical reactions and stuff like that. Um, uh, and things that don't have any will of their own. Uh, psychology, you, you're always having to study people and, and they have a will and so that kind of tends to affect the results. And, and so uh, I, 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 while I see it as one of the soft sciences, it's always kind of fun to see it catching up to the wisdom of the church, uh, which has been around for quite a while now. Uh, you know, the, nice to have some numbers added to it that, that give it some extra verification. But um, one of the things, one of the recent, well, actually, it's not that recent, but one, one of the psychological studies I recently ran across was one on delayed gratification. Um, and, and the psychologists were doing all these different experiments with kids uh, uh, to see if, you know, they, they want to get a marshmallow now or they could get like more later. Uh, and, and they found that, that uh, the kids who actually could delay their gratification were the ones who actually were going to, went on to become more successful in life. Uh, that this was actually a, a really important trait. And if you break down this delayed gratification, this ability to wait for something, what do you get? Well, you get patience and trust. This is what we need to have as human beings. The, the end that we are called to, uh, to the, the end result of this is indeed spiritual success. If we can have patience, but we are not very good at patience. We want patience and we want it now. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, and, and so we, we, we're, we're often just sort of flailing around when all we really need to do is wait a little bit. But it also has to go hand in hand, of course, with trust. If you don't have the trust in God, then, you know, you're, you're, yeah, of course you're going to be flailing around and <laughs> wondering what's going on. Uh, uh, but, but if we have these two things, patience and trust, then we can continue in prayer. We can wait on the Lord. We can... Uh, have a lot more peace as we're going about our daily lives and our, and our business. And, um, and ultimately, because God is good, we see that our trust uh, is actually borne out. He does answer prayer. It may take him a while. The answer may not come in the way that we exactly expected it. <laughs> But he does answer prayer, as we see in Joachim and Anna. And as we are patient and as we do trust, we, we, um, we, we ultimately have that patience and trust rewarded by the goodness of God.
I'm reminded of a story that uh, uh, my daughter Lucy <laughs> really likes. Uh, uh, she, she particularly likes this, these stories about uh, uh, Frog and Toad. I don't know if any of you have read the books about Frog and Toad. Uh, but uh, this, is, this is currently her favorite bedtime storybook. And it's about two friends, Frog and Toad. And, uh, and uh, one of the stories ha ha talks about how Frog and Toad go out to fly a kite. And uh, it's, a, it's a windy day, it's a perfect day for flying a kite, and so uh, Frog has the kite and brings Toad along, and, uh, and they, 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 they start to fly this kite, and of course, you know, it's actually, if, if you like Charlie Brown, you know how hard it is to get a kite flying. <laughs> and, and so uh, the, he, the, um, the frog gives the, uh, uh, the kite to Toad and tells him to run, and Toad runs as fast as his short legs can carry him, uh, and the kite kind of goes up, and then it crashes. And there's some robins sitting by. There's three, uh, uh, and, and they're like, that kite will never fly. Just give up. And Toad takes the fallen kite back to Frog, and he says to a Frog, this kite will never fly. I give up. And Toad says, well, you know, maybe we should try again. Maybe this time, wave the kite up and down as you're running. And so he tries again, and he waves the kite up and down, and it goes up, and it goes down. And the robins mock him, and, and Toad comes back to Frog, and he repeats the mockery each time. This kite is, the, the, the robins say, this kite, that kite is junk. It will never fly. So Toad comes back, deposits the, 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 the kite at, at Frog's feet and says, this kite is junk. It will never fly. And I love the story because it's actually kind of about us. We live in a world that doesn't believe, that doesn't trust that doesn't have any patience for a religion or God or anything like that. And it is around us, mocking us, just like the robins. The, the story is a little flawed because eventually, after like uh, running and then waving it about and then jumping and then shouting up, kite up, uh, they finally get the, the, the kite flying, and which is fine. That, that part is great because, you know, patience and trust and perseverance are all in there. Uh, and, and the kite fl uh, goes up and it goes way up to the, it's like, it's almost like at the top of the sky and the robins can't get up to the level of the kite and they just sit there and watch the kite as it flies. And it's great. Uh, the, the, the one flaw I would say is that uh, uh, you know, uh, Frog says, says to Toad, you know, I, I knew that if uh, a running uh, if running didn't work, and then, then and running and waving didn't work, and running and waving and jumping didn't work, then running and waving and jumping and shouting would work. <laughs> kind of implies that, okay, well, that's, that, that it was the shouting or something that just kind of pushed it over the top. It's like, no. It's patience. It's trust. It's perseverance. And we need these things. We need to continue in these things. And as we do, that patience and trust and perseverance are rewarded. Just like with Joy Kamenana, just like with the leper. And our response 
as we see those answers to prayer, as we see spirit, uh, the, the, spiritual, uh, the spiritual fruits of these things born out in our lives, as we see God answering, our response needs to be the response of Joy Kamenana, the response of the Samaritan lover, to give thanks, to return, to glorify God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, always, now, and ever, and to ages of ages.